in a world of magic and monsters. <laughs> Where heroes and villains only worry about the bottom line. I only care about the bottom line. And fate is in the hands of an unseen, but still incredibly handsome higher power. <laughs> Three unlikely business partners. You must be Fitzroy Maplecourt. I've been looking for you. Do you mean behind the mask? It's been Argo Keen this whole time? Thank you, Master Fearbulg. You've saved us all. Have banded together to try to earn some cash during their semester break. Cha-ching! This February, thank Travis for Travis Studios in conjunction with Thunderman LLC presents... Mission Imp Hospital. My boys. Oh, my boys. So excited for this episode. This is our our uh, semester break episode. And it's going to be some D&D-ass D&D. Ah! I'm going to roll so many fucking perception checks that our audience is going to shit. My rolls are unstoppable this game. This is going to be some Dungeons and Dragons. I got, well, Ooh. I actually have neither, but it's going to feel a lot like both. But you first, excited about that, Juice? Oh, baby, let's see the numbers go up. Okay. <laughs> so, first things first, though, let's get some D&D mechanics out of the way. It's level oh, up time. Oh, shit. Yeah. Time to level up. Give me a level up, boys. Griffin, what did, what did Fitzroy pick up? Well, is this is a fun one because this is a special time in any, any boy's life is when he branches out uh-huh. and he multiclasses, Ooh. which I've gone ahead and done. I fulfilled my promise to you that I would come by magic the good, earnest Christian way uh-huh. uh, through multiclassing as a sorcerer, uh, yes. specifically a uh, wild magic sorcerer. That track, ba- yes. It basically means that I have access to... Uh, more spells now. Uh, I'm only a level one sorcerer, so there's some other like shit that sorcerer does that sets it apart from wizard. Uh, but a lot of that flavor, like that, makes it sort of different from how Taco casts spells and stuff. Uh, you don't get hey. kind of until later. He was a big character on uh, Critical Role, fan favorite, fan fave. Um, so yeah, the only thing you really need to know is that I have a thing called Wild Magic. And that is every time I cast a spell, I roll uh, a d20 uh, in addition to whatever I do. And if it's a one, I have to roll on a table of 100 random magical effects. Okay. And I, then I have to do whatever it says. Uh, or I, uh, I also have a thing called Tides of Chaos where once per long rest, I can uh, gain advantage on a roll. Uh, and then once I have done that, once I've expended that, Travis, you can make me roll on that that wild magic table like anytime I cast a spell, no matter what. So it's like oh, a, cool. if I have Tides of Chaos in my pocket and I haven't used it, then like I am a little bit more protected. But once Your chaos I use, is at low tide at that point. Right. Once I use Tides of Chaos, then anytime after that that I bust out my magic, you can... You can make me roll on this this surge table. And this surge table is like fucking wild. Like one of them is like, you get taller 
permanently. Whoa. Okay. One of those, permanently. Like, you age 10 years. Like, it's fucking wild shit. You cast Grease centered on yourself. That's embarrassing. Yeah. You're a slippery uh, so, boy yeah. after that. Yeah. All right, cool. Justin, uh, what's the Fearbog pick up here on, in the fourth level? A couple of, um, just got a couple of dexterity points. Okay. Hey, that's something. Just got a couple of dexterity points. But big, it's the friends you make along the way. Yeah, just a couple, just a couple of dexterity points. Not a big deal. You just know, a couple lot, dexos. You get, you get a lot more fun stuff at five. I wish Travis had let Well, us we're at four. Yeah. Well, I tried to go to five, but I don't want you guys to be all powerful, big, meaty tanks. Yeah. No, yeah. yeah. No, it's fine. It's fine. It's just ability points. So that's cool. That's okay. Just a couple of dexos. What about you, Dado? A um, couple more hit points um, and the opportunity to increase an ability. Since we're all pretty stupid, I think I'll increase intelligence. Well, you you guys have you got street smarts, but you do need some more book learning. I so. don't even think I have that. Oh, no. Wait, one of you has street smarts for sure, right? It's Argo's got C, C smarts. C smarts. I well, put five I- into School of Hard Knocks. Okay. That? <laughs> yep, that explains that. All right, so Dad's taking some book learning and bumming up with his intelligence. Um, so. Indubitably, I am. Oh, God. <laughs> no, none of that. So, word got around that you all didn't have plans for the break. So, when school counselor Tomas found out that the mayor of Last Hope was looking for some intrepid and expendable adventurers for a mission, he recommended you. Last Hope has been building a brand new state-of-the-art hospital. However, shortly before the grand opening, it was overrun by imps. No one is quite sure where they came from, but they all arrived overnight. The workers are, by Heroic Oversight Guild guidelines, not permitted to perform tasks like monster raids. However, there are no licensed heroes or villains in the vicinity. You three have received special dispensation to work as contractors associated with the school. Your job is simple. Get in there and clean them out so construction can get back on schedule. In return, you will each earn 100 gold that you get to keep. So welcome to Mission Impospital. Oh, Oh, Jesus (laughs) I thought I knew where you were going, and then you took another step beyond it. Hey, thanks. (laughs) That is worse. That is hard, and it sucks. And in case you all were wondering, the title came first. Right, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. this yeah. is unsurprising. Uh-huh. Um, so I need it in writing that we're going to keep the 100 gold. Yes. Uh, and then that the, 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 that the things we buy with the 100 gold aren't then sort of taken away from us. As this by- is not a school mission, you are independent contractors at this point working under the license of the school. You okay. get to keep it. Your own. Well, it's a co. It's a co-branded effort with Thunderman Incorporated. Yes, Thunderman okay. in conjunction with Hieronymus Williams Dev School for Heroism and Villainy presents a Thunderman LLC joint Mission Impossible. Mission Impossible. Do we have a COO? Um, n- I mean, I figured Fitzroy is the Fitzroy's CEO. probably right, yeah. and he. He probably oversees a lot of the day-to-day operations. And then we got my man Furby over there on the finances. Do not know Argo's place yet, but don't worry. We'll get there. You find a place. Well, I was just thinking about how every episode, it sounds like we need a lawyer. (laughs) That is true. I would actually at some point, you're going to go back to working with uh, Jade Johnson Esquire. Fuck that. 
Rude. <laughs> I don't work with rude people. Now, as you approach the front of the new hospital, you see that the handles of the double doors have been changed to prevent any hapless passerby from entering and being attacked. Now, luckily, you have been given a skeleton key to unlock the chain and any doors that you encounter in the hospital. And on either side of the doors are beautiful stained glass windows. Does this skeleton key work on any is it a magic key that no. works on anything or just the hospital no it is just uh in the hospital all right you know so the janitor doesn't have to carry a big ring of keys yeah it's bad for the hip yeah um all right uh hey there argo uh you've got some sort of like you know supernatural thief sense right what's your what's your gut telling you Is this a a trap? I don't know why I'm asking you this. It would be wild if it was. It's the front door to a place of healing. Yeah, pretty sure that the imps wouldn't be able to put a lock on the outside. Now, if it were on the inside, maybe. But I mean, this this seems pretty straightforward for a change. I say we send the furball gup to unlock it. Um, are you comfortable with that? I spent my entire life in the world. Without locks, I am certainly the best equipped for this <laughs> challenge. Okay. This is literally the fourth lock I have seen <laughs> in my entire life. Well, you gotta. This is learning on the ground. <laughs> okay, I guess I'm gonna go try to just crack this lock. You open. have a key. We you have a key. Dinguses. That's, that's why I thought it would be. Would be good, you know. I put the key in the lock and I turn the key. It opens. The chain comes undone. You open the door. Say it. You solved my chain lock puzzle. (laughs) Yeah, baby. Yeah, we did. Um, Also, you were fine. High and mighty. I have emailed you uh, maps. You were given blueprints as well of uh, the two story building so that it would be easier for you to navigate. Thank you. Um, Argo picks up the chain and the lock. Okay. I, I I think it might make sense for us to, I don't know if this is Griffin saying this or Fitzroy saying this. I think it would make sense for us to like lock it from the inside. Just so like they went to some length to keep these things in here. It makes sense to me for us to also keep them in here while we do our nasty stuff to them. Sure. Lock it behind us. You mean? Yeah. 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 Okay, I can live with that. Okay, yeah, I, I, I want to take the chain and just sort of rewrap it around the, the door from the inside so that nothing is getting out alive. Yeah. Except you guys, right? I, we'll see, baby. Yeah. That's a weird thing to celebrate. Okay, as you make your way in, you find yourself in a vestibule lined with benches. Light from the stained glass windows illuminates the white marble floors. Beyond that, there's little visibility for those with normal vision. You hear the occasional skitter of claws on tile and flap of wings, but you cannot easily identify the source. Did we get any sort of briefing on like where these imps came from or where these imps could have possibly come from? Um, well, that is a good question. Why don't you roll an insight check? Uh, I got a 19 plus zero. Fearbulg, did you share the information about the demons in the forest with your compatriots? Sorry, what information was that? You received the information from Breeze Through the Willows that there were demons in the forest. 
Yeah, I definitely, there's not a lot to discuss around this place. I definitely would have. We've had a lot of free time. Okay, so uh, Fitzroy, you uh, use your insight to deduce that probably it has something to do with that. Last Hope is, you know, not too far from the forest. Um, the unknown forest, you could see uh, some, you know, little demon fiend-like creatures making their way here. And Guys. as this building was sitting uh, unused and open, it would be pretty, pretty easy for them to squat here and kind of make a little nest. I feel you. Guys, you'll never believe it. My brain just connected two pieces of independent information to form a new thought, a new conclusion. It's among the first times I've ever done this. Witchcraft. <laughs> It's like your magic powers are growing. Let's keep it frosty. Let's stay in our our what we've practiced. You remember in our formations. This will be um, this will be stealth lion alpha. Do you all remember from the playbook? Mm, you didn't read the playbook, did you? I haven't seen a playbook. Did you send us a playbook? I handed it to you in the room we all sleep in together. Hmm. We don't sleep in the same room anymore, do we? That's a fair point. So which of you has any kind of special dark vision? Oh, um... I think I do. Hold uh, on, that would be a racial. That would be a racial trait, right? I don't, yes. yes. Uh, Yo, I have dark vision. I can see, sorry, shades of gray. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Tell me more about that. How appropriate for Fitzroy, you know? I got no vision. But he can open his eyes in salt water, and it doesn't hurt super bad. Yeah, which that is, is true. Like, also worth worth noting. I will become a cat. <laughs> what? A talking cat? <laughs> uh, the fear bowl becomes a cat. Wait a minute. This whole time you've been able to do that? I have not needed to be a cat. I mean, does anyone ever need to be a... Do cats need to be cats? Apparently. They can when they need to see in the dark. Okay. Has that been you that whole time playing the little tricks with, with Argo's mustache? You're not you're not the disappearing cat, right? This that you say is racist. <laughs> okay. Uh, cat racist. So, I'm going to I'm going to use my dark vision and make a perception check as promised in this room. Uh, twelve plus. Uh, am I proficient? Oh, I am. Plus two. Fourteen. Okay. Um, with your shades of gray vision, uh, mm. and and the fairbogs now cat-like eyes, um, you see up in the rafters, um, you see some uh bird shapes to you, uh, Fitzroy and. To you, Fearbog, birds. Um, you also see in the shadowy corners um, some furry movement, which you assume to be some kind of, like, rats. This is a very dirty hospital. Uh, as you move into the main chamber of the first floor, you're facing the semicircular reception desk. Directly behind the desk is a large stairway leading to the second floor. In the four corners of the room, you see sets of chairs as well as tables covered with magazines. You imagine that these magazines must be as new as the building, but they have clearly been clawed at and chewed on. Along the walls are doors. 
A quick check of the blueprints you were given to serve as a map shows you that these doors lead to admin offices, doctor's personal offices, and exam rooms. The skittering and flapping noises grow increasingly louder from the rats and the birds. I'm going to do an investigation check. What are you investigating? Uh, investigating one of the administration rooms. That's a two <laughs> plus three. That's a five. As you turn your back to investigate the admin offices, the bird swoops down at you uh, and makes a surprise attack against you. It's birds. Um, Argo does a 20 hit, uh, beat your AC. If it doesn't, um, that would be can incredible. I not, it is 15. Yeah, my AC is 15. Can I not do anything like dodge or use my dexterity? No, that's what AC is for. Yeah. Ah, gotcha. Well, my 15 AC will not save him. Uh, you take six points of damage. No! Nelly. Did we all see that? Yes. Were we loving it? Because <laughs> it, so <laughs> it sounds funny yes. to me. Um, now, Justin. also, you're lucky that it's you, Arco, uh, because you feel um, something, some kind of liquid, probably poison, uh, you know, on, on the bite. Uh, from the bird on the attack, but because you are water genasi, you have a natural uh, immunity to poisons. Um, actually, to acid. Oh, whoops. Okay, yeah, you take some poison damage. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, just being honest, I don't, I don't have a. That's poison. a good play, Dad. Ooh, okay, who boise? This is gonna hurt you. Unless, unless it's acidic. Damage. How many hit points? So you already took that damage. Uh, that took out six. Uh, uh, Graduation was such a weird short season. Like they, <laughs> it seemed like they were uh, setting a lot of stuff up, but then that's an additional seven <laughs> points of acid damage or poison damage. We're in a hospital. It's fine. Um, I want to try and grab this bird. Okay, you're going to grab it. I'm going to use Mage Hand okay. and just like fucking grab it. It's like if a snake bites you. You're supposed to like take a picture of it or something and post it on the gram. Okay, let's and take it to take it to the doctor. Say this is a snake that did me. So what's the cure, doc? Let's you know? do a contested strength check then. Okay. Um, yes. Uh, sixty. Uh, wait, strength saving throw. Uh, just strength. No, no, just strength check. ability. Uh, well then that is a sixteen total. Oh, you win because. This thing is not very strong. So it's a 12 versus your 16. So you're able to grab it. And it's attempting to peck uh, at the mage hand, but of course to no avail. N now, as this happens, you see the other bird start flying around the room, as well as the two rats come out of their hiding places and start to approach you. Um, I've just got the one mage hand, so I've never tried to do two before. Let's roll initiative. Hell yeah. Uh, another 16. Six. For, how do you know the difference between six and a nine? Everybody's always wondered this. It'll have, have a, a line, line under it. it? Yeah. Oh, okay. This, this is a six. Oh yeah. Uh, nineteen. Ooh. Ooh. Now Ooh. here's the question I have for you fellows. Um, there's going to be lots of little battles throughout this building. There's lots of rooms. Would you rather roll initiative every time no. or just keep the same initiative throughout? Just keep the same. Just, okay. Yeah. So up first in the order is Argo. 
Great! So I've got one poison bird held in my hand. My spectral hand. And then there's another and two rats. Two rats and another bird. So four creatures total. One bird flying around. One bird in mage hand. Two rats coming from the opposite corners of where you entered. Cool. Okay. Um, Argo is going to use his sling and try to kill one of the birds. Okay. It's fucked up. Yeah. Well, you didn't just drop half your life points to one of the suckers. Yeah, that's true. That is a 13 plus six, and it does 1d4 plus four damage. Okay, so uh, it's 19 total. That does hit. Four plus four. That's eight. Okay, bird number two takes eight points of damage and is looking real rough. Uh, Up next is Fitzroy. I don't know what I was doing grabbing this bird. Like, I'm treating this like fucking Pokemon. Like, I'm not going to (laughs) catch this bird and use it later. Um, So I'm going to... Uh, I'm going to smash. Uh, I'm going to, I'm going to, I think seeing <laughs> Argo get so thoroughly dunked on uh, just pushes me sort of into an instantaneous kind of rage mode. Uh, so yeah, I go rage and I'm going to smash the bird that I am holding. But first, something silly is going to happen. Yeah, so I, I, everything kind of gets blown away from me as I go into rage mode and plant life temporarily grows around me until my rage ends. The ground within 10 feet of me is difficult terrain. Oh, that's cool. Not, that's not especially <laughs> uh, good for this bird, but uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to attack it now. That is not great. That is a six uh, plus six plus two. Do I get plus two for when I'm in rage or is that just on damage? Uh, no, that's just on damage. So, oh, but I have the plus one mall. So that's a 13 total. Ooh, you just hit. Give me that damage, son. Cool. Uh, that is, I need to get more dice. Uh, uh, seven plus four, 11. Okay. Plus, uh, plus two, 13. You smash it real good. Uh, it's it splatters into black icor, um, and your mage hand kind of does that thing, like maybe you hit it with you know, like a finger with a hammer, and it's like ooh, yeah. But, but it's um, just kidding because it's just a spectral hand. Uh, Fairbog, I'm I'm sorry about that. Mm. I mm, this, this is this is life. It is. <laughs> this is how things happen. It was no harm meant. It what I meant it tremendous harm. Mm. Are uh, you talking to that cat? Oh yes, sorry. No, I'm a talking cat. A talking gaze, cat. Gaze upon my incredible feline talking abilities. <laughs> um, what is your dexterity, Furbog? Well, good news for me. I just added two points <laughs> to it. <laughs> I knew somehow a uh, pl- pl- 14. So. Okay. So up next is the creatures. Um, Let's see. So the bird that is still kicking 
is going to swoop down at uh, Fitzroy. Good luck. And is going to... My AC is clownishly low. Okay, cool. Uh, well, probably higher than this. That's an 11. Oh, it is higher than that. Okay. Uh, so it swoops and a misses. Uh, and the two rats are going to uh, transform into huh? imps. Back into imps, I should say. Oh. Um, and uh, they are going to attack... Uh, let's see. One of them is going to attack the Fearbolg. Oh, man. Oh, that's, that's what he sounds like now. 21 versus AC. <laughs> oh, man. It's, I like oh, that as God. a rebranding of the character. Oh. Um, so he, oh, wait, did, so that hits, right? Yes, that hits. Um, go ahead and make a, a, a sound of it hitting him. Meowch. Oh, that's good. Uh, this is odd cat joke. Six. Uh, that's six damage plus. Do you have any uh, resistance to poison? Mm, features and traits. No, I have the feature that I love to eat poison. Apparently, I have no resistance <laughs> to it whatsoever. Make a. Uh, I should have had Argo do this too, so he might earn back some hit points here. Make a Constitution saving throw. Um, 11 plus one, 12. Oh, okay. Um, 16 plus one. Okay, seven. so uh, Argo gained back half of those seven, so gained back three hit points. Um, And Furbolg, you're going to take half damage, Uh, so you're going to take four poison damage. Would have been that's not too bad. Would have been eight if you hadn't saved. So not too bad. Good job. Um, and the other imp is going to now swing his poisonous uh, scorpion tail at Fitzroy. We'll see about that. Oh, that's only a seven plus five, a twelve. Fuck out of here. Okay, I don't know why you had to resort to such language. Okay, uh, now we're back at the top of the order. Or, sorry, now it is the Fearbolg's turn. Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah. Let me up in. Uh, what's, the, what's, the, what's the status on birds? At this point, there is one bird left looking real rough, and then two imps standing, uh, one in front of you and one in front of Fitzroy. I am going to use my action to become a Fearbolg again. This is very embarrassing. <laughs> but I just loaded the stats for a cat, and it's good to see in the dark. But um, And good for smelling okay. is another thing cats are good at. But they have three strength, which is a negative four, and three intelligence. So I don't think that I want to... I don't think I can do this fight as a cat. That's probably <laughs> I'm a real sorry. Yeah. It, I should have come up with some sort of bullshit fantasy cat <laughs> in hindsight, but I didn't know that I'd ever seen one of those. And I can't only have a challenge rating of one or two. So yeah, so basically I'm just gonna just gonna stand there and just become a regular guy again. Just a regular fear bulg. Okay. Anything else? You can move. I can't move I mean move. 
away <laughs> from the stuff, I guess. I No, I mean, like, I don't know where I, what would be advantageous for me to move. No, I just stand there and change well, into a fireball. When you turn back into a cat next turn, where do you want to be standing when that happens? Um... Just not in immediate danger, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, not in immediate danger, I guess. Close to the barbarian. Well, just the fact that a cat turned into this great big fur bulb, that would probably Hugely, not be psychically a well, rat just turned play. into an imp. They're not yeah, roll, to, roll to intimidate. <laughs> Very upsetting. Very so, upsetting. so wait, Hugely just to clarify. Upsetting. Body horror, you, trigger warning. You are changing from a cat to a fear bulb, and you want to do it in an intimidating way. Make an intimidation check. This is very generous to you. It's a high check. Well, it's a six. Okay. Oh, fuck me, I guess. They barely notice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, did I, wait, did I mention I go, ah, behold. <laughs> this voice. Yep, that was kind of an Arnold Schwarzenegger turn. I was, that was my mid transformation. <laughs> third in the Animorphs, like, picture. <laughs> Okay, uh, so we're back up to Clint as Argo Keen. So uh, are are the two imps at full health? Yes. Okay, I'm going to pick one and attack it with Florence. Okay. So uh, I add plus six to the roll. 18 plus six is 24. Oh, you hit real good. You That's a solid. You get full meat on that one. Okay, and one D eight plus four. That's a four. Plus four is eight. Plus three because it's Florence. So it's eleven. Jesus. Okay. Um you kill Doesn't him. Doesn't that don't you do like a certain number of those a day though? Yeah, only, only two. get two. But we're not doing real well. Yeah, you 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 slice him clean in twain. Woo! And he melts into black icor. Was that the bird or the imp? That they're they're all imps, baby. Oh, th- that was the one in imp form. Okay. And I yelled touche. So now we have left a rough looking bird who has taken a lot of damage and an untouched uh, imp. And um, we are at uh, Fitzroy's turn. Hmm. You got an imp right in front of you. And you got a bird flapping around, looking real hurt. I say uh, to my compatriots, hey, we should try and grab one of these imps and see if we can communicate with it, find out where it came from. But we do only need one of them. And I bring my maul down on the other (laughs) imp-shaped one. Uh, That is a seven plus six. Seven plus 13? Yep. That hits. Nice. Roll damage. Oh. Oop. Jesus. Uh, what a series of reactions. Yeah, three plus four plus two is nine. Oh, Wait. he's yeah, nine. He's looking so bad, you guys, but he's still up. Okay. Um, and up next is the uh, imps. The bird is going to take another swipe, uh, flying down at Fitzroy. Oh, ooh, uh, 14 plus 5, 19. Hit, it hits handily. And uh, you only take four points of piercing damage. 
make another constitution check for me. That's actually two points, because I have resistance to basically physical damage when I'm in rage mode. Oh, nice. Sort of the trade-off for having bullshit AC. And then a constitution saving throw? Yes. Yay! Three! Uh, three oh. plus two! Five! <laughs> oh, boy. Okay, you take an additional 13 points of damage. 13 fucking points of damage, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right all right i mean it's i got that barbarian meat so like there's a lot of there's a lot of thunder man to carve off but yeah. damn not that i should i should ask this before which one of us is the cleric oh yeah that's uh, uh hey also you guys just so you know this is only like one of 20 rooms yeah okay okay so let's yeah so uh up next is the other imp uh the one still standing and he's gonna take a swipe at uh at furbolg mm. oh nope that's a two plus five that's a seven nope quite a miss all right now we we've got uh the furbolg you have one uh. rough looking bird and one rough looking imp uh I am going to kill the imp. Do it. With a spell. Ooh. No, I'll say the spell. If he's that rough looking, I'll just hit him with my thorn whip. Is that an actual whip or is that a spell? It's a spell. Well, it's a cantrip. Oh, cool. Creates a whip. Cool thorn whip. Uh, so that is, oh wait, you have to do the saving roll, right? Oh, does he? Um, how does it work? How does it, it it's say? a melee attack. Okay, melee attack. I see, I'm, I have no, oh, I've never had to make melee attacks. This is why we're practicing, this is why we're having this D&D-ass D&D adventure. Yeah. So what do I do? Roll a d20. It's a melee spell yeah. attack. So you use your spell casting modifier, which is wisdom. Okay. Uh, 10... Plus four, 14. Oh, that's... Plus my, the proficiency bonus? Yep. Okay, 16. That hits. No. Yay. Okay. Well, I'm not going to make you roll damage because he only has one hit point left. So you strike him. The thorns dig deep into his body. As the black icor oozes from his wounds, he collapses to the ground. Now, back up at the top of the order, it's Argo. And we got one bird a-flapping. Flap, flap, flap. It mocks you with its presence. <laughs> this is the bird I'm, that I'm bit just you. Gonna... This is the bird that bit you, Argo. I thought I uh, grabbed you... the bird that bit him and then squished it. Oh, that's right. This is the brother of the bird that bit you, Argo. Oh, I feel bad now. No, he harbors a deep hatred for you in his heart. Well, I tell you what, I don't want to get close enough to get bit again. That's a good call. So I'm going to use the sling again. Okay. And 17. That hits, and I'm not going to even make you roll damage because you're plus four. Oh, let me roll damage. Okay, fine. A seven. Okay, yeah. Plus four. Okay. okay. 11. Well, that's impossible because you only roll a D4 for your sling, but that's okay because he only had two points of life, so he's quite dead. Don't okay. you worry. So I'll live with that. Now you've cleaned out the main entryway here. I did say let's take one alive, huh? Well, did say that? Um, And you got uh, uh, four puddles of black icor uh, and plenty of doors to explore. 
is this our first downed enemy? Is this our as a team the our first sort of communal kill? I oh, think I so. guess I don't know if we killed any of the lava men. I think they all ran away. I immediately start looking for gold. We've been we've been blooded. Yeah, I'm looking for gold coins in these black ooze piles. I'm looking for diamonds and rubies. None um, none of these imps were carrying. Any pelts that I can then craft into different armors no. or uh, increased inventory size bags. They all have savings bonds, but they're not here. They're <laughs> at home in their sock drawers. So our mission is just to exterminate. Correct. All these things. So why why would would we? I'll do it in character. Why would we want to? Why would we want to question one of them? Well, to find out like where they came from, so that other buildings don't get infested with demons. Also, well, couldn't you use your magic powers to determine that? I mean, you've got you've got these these magic. Did these are these new powers? Did these just come? Oh, are you talking you about Mage Hand? Yeah, I mean, have you always been able to do that? Have I always been able to shocking grasp? Yeah. Do you have any or- broken shit? Because mending is also a new one. And I mend. I tear a piece of paper and mend it. Mending. So what did have you been taking secret magic classes or something? I've been taking p- public magic classes at the magic school we attend. Um, All right. Well, I thought maybe you inherited some of these or you, you got them, you know, like it's a family magic or some. It's shit. all family magic. Here's an idea. And this is going to sound just super villainous, but a controlled burn, because I do know Firebolt now. We can burn this whole building down with all the imps inside it. Bada bing, bada boom. Listen, one of them just bit Argo so hard that he was nearly chopped in half. So, like, I don't like our chances of clearing out all 20 rooms of this labyrinthian uh, uh, place of medicine. Would, except maybe that they would have used it as a hospital again someday. Well, they should have thought of that before they let it get all filled up with imps and the like. Shouldn't they have? Well, you're the boss villain. and hey, You tell us. Yes, we're just, we, we we're, are at your, your behest. No, let's, let's save that. That's like number three on the option list. I think number one is we just keep looking around. Uh, there's another delightful administration office <laughs> that last one went so well. Let us continue to administrate. Well, so uh, the admin office that uh, uh, Argo had been set to explore, uh, when you open the door, contains two small desks, uh, and you guess that this one, administration office one, uh, housed patient records as the walls are lined with storage containers, all of which have been pulled open and their contents scattered to the wind. Above the uh, desks, are a magical lanterns hanging from chains. On one of the chains is swinging an imp who is completely surprised at your approach. Uh, so you guys are going to get a round of surprise attacks on him. Um, okay. We will kill him in a round of surprise attacks. We will kill him! So, like, let me... let. Can I use my surprise attack to try and grab this, this ghoul? Sure. Okay. Uh, that is an 11 plus, are we doing another strength contest, Isaac? Yes. Okay. Uh, the 14. Yeah, you grab him. Okay. Does anyone speak demon? Infernal. (sighs) Infernal, shoot. 
I should have thought about that. <laughs> That's just what demon language is called. Yeah. I can talk to dragons, which is weird. If the, Do you know dragon, little fella? <laughs> no. <laughs> what about dwarvish? <laughs> you speak dwarvish. <laughs> no. Man, if we could find a dwarf that could speak the deep tongue, then we could do a little chain, a uh, little game of telephone. So no one's going to talk to this little demon, huh? <laughs> I can't do that. I do not know his language. Okay. I look at the demon. We are going to make a smash on you. <laughs> Until dead? Fuck you. Oh, wait. Okay. See, that's what I thought. I thought maybe if I insulted your... So, hey, bud, where'd you come from, little fella? I, how can we translate this series of sounds from the imp into our tongue? Fuck you. I oh, came from actually, up your butt. Act, actually, <laughs> Argo has actor where you gain plus one charisma. You have advantage on deception and performance checks when trying to pass yourself off as a different person. And you can mimic the speech of another person. Or the sounds made by other creatures that you have been listening to for at least one minute. Okay, just as a devil's advocate, <laughs> I th it's like I'm thinking of, let's just say, um, Martin Sheen uses his acting skills to pretend to be another character. Because that's what acting is. <laughs> I don't think he can use his acting skills to suddenly speak Mandarin. <laughs> are, are we just gonna pretend like the imp isn't speaking common to us? I said I came from out of your butt. Yeah, we heard. Um, <laughs> we're, so we're just it's gonna just like nobody that. acknowledges my great joke. Um, so that's rude. And did, you heard about us murdering? Did you see what we did outside? There were. Oh, uh, tell me that was his mouth. You, um, I'll never tell. Okay. I, I, I'm, I'm going to shock and grasp him just to sort of, just to sort of like wake him up, let him know we mean business. Is that, do I need to make a saving throw? You do not. Uh, 13 plus, uh, five, 18. Yeah, that hits. That does, uh, 1d8 lightning damage and it can't take reactions. I figured even if I roll max damage, I didn't. That's a three. I zap him. Ow, fuck you. Yeah. Now you know why they call me Thunder Thunderman. Well, Lightning Man would have been better. I've had worse shocks from the carpet and touching doorknobs. <laughs> You're going to die. Like, do you get it? <laughs> Does anyone else want to try that? Like, I'm trying to... You're going to die. Like, we'll kill you. I... I will say I enjoyed this baby. <laughs> You're a baby. <laughs> You know, he makes the fur bulk happy. Maybe we should just keep him around. Can we can we take keep him? This entourage already has an unconscionable number of pets. So mm. um, uh, then I stab him with my rapier. There we go. It's a three. <laughs> you missed your piece of shit. <laughs> now, see, he knows how to cuss. Even the imp knows how to cuss better. We're all very impressed. Um, yeah, cuss words are impressive. <laughs> 
hey, if you tell us where you came from, we won't kill you. We won't. And maybe you don't understand the terms of what I'm offering you. Haven't you haven't killed me yet, and you've been trying. <laughs> I'm not afraid of you. <laughs> Fairbulk, do you want to get nasty? <laughs> mm, no, I don't wish to hurt the baby. Yeah. All right, let's try a different tact, okay? And I release him from Mage Hand, okay? Okay. See? And he attacks. You fucking. <laughs> Uh, you're, he does miss though, so don't worry. But he tries to attack you. Okay. Um. At this point, he turns invisible. Ah, fuck. Uh, and you see the door swing open. Uh, and you assume he is gone. Okay. Oh. All right. When you hear <laughs> fade yeah. off. Yeah. Yeah. We're gonna smash you. Don't worry about it. Fuck you. <laughs> Man. Okay, I think we need the magic lantern. So Argo's going to take one of the magic lanterns because they don't have any night vision, right? Okay, excellent. It's going to give you, uh, you know, pretty good visibility within, let's say, a 10-foot radius. Does it look like, I want to investigate and make sure, it, did it look like this imp was like going through medical records or did it look like it just trashed this off? Just trash. There doesn't seem okay. to be any, you don't even have to investigate to see that okay. it doesn't look like there's any order or method to it whatsoever. Poirot okay. would be very disappointed. Okay. Uh, okay, so next room, I guess. Let's keep, we had that's one that we know is in the building. What are we trying to do again? Kill every imp. Just kill all the shit? Yep. Oh, yeah. shit. And you, wow, dang. Then I suggest at some point we cast like an investigation check or an insight check or something because if if any of these rooms are empty, are we just wasting our time and we just need to get killing? Let's split up. This is, a, now, this is historically a fucking awful idea. Let's go to the other office. Ah. So you go to the second admin office uh, and it appears to be uh, the billing department, the room houses two safes, one of which appears to have been forced and clawed open. The other sits closed in the opposite corner. Hmm. Ooh. Mm. Moving on, eh? Uh, Argo, can you look into that safe? Yes. Investigation check? Well, what are you trying to do? What is the purpose? See, see if there's anything in it. I, oh. I don't know what these imps are trying to accomplish, but this is the second room we've come into now where it seems like things have been done almost with purpose, right? Like, it's not like they just came here to let shit run wild. Okay. Well, if, if it's the billing department, then somebody's paying with something other than personal fantasy checks. So are you opening it or are you just looking at it? Well, you said one was open, Correct. correct. Okay, just looking inside it to see what's in it. Uh, the one that is inside, the one that is open, uh, there is nothing inside. And then I should try to open the other one. Okay, uh, make a dexterity saving throw for me. A fifteen plus. Six. Okay. As you open it, uh, it ignites a fireball trap within that shoots across the room, but you are able to dodge out of the way at the last minute, and it strikes the wall opposite you. Mm. The safe is empty. Shit. I'm going to Dr. Knox's office. Um, so, 
the door to Dr. Knox's office is locked, but you are able to use the skeleton key. I also, because I'm a kind of benevolent DM, am assuming that you are locking all of these doors behind you so that you don't have to check any of them again. Um, yes. Dr. Knox's of course, office. Obviously. Yes. Dr. Knox's office is sparsely decorated. Their desk is in the center of the room facing a large cabinet. The cabinet is locked. I'm going to um, pull the cabinet over so it's lying on the, the front. Okay. <laughs> so you're going to pull it over. Yeah, pull it over. Okay. Uh, so it falls. Make a. And is lying on the door. Make a. Oh, okay. Make a strength check. It's not my strong suit, but uh, 16. Okay. Yeah. You're able to pull it over and you're able to pull it over with enough strength uh, that it doesn't just topple down. You're basically like laying it down. No. I mean, I wanted it to topple over because if there was a motherfucker in there, I wanted to go ahead and blaze it. <laughs> that was my thought. Oh. I wanted to jostle any any imps in there. Okay. Well, you, you do, uh, and you hear some glass breaking. Ah, this room has been secured. Oh. <laughs> Let's go check out the other doctor's office. Onward. A couple announcements this week. First, uh, I I had a lot of fun making the the dumb fun intro. Um, the music for that I found is by Maurice Young Blaze Clopton. Uh, it was perfect for what I needed. Um, also, uh, a couple names in this episode. Uh, Doctor Frazier is named after Calla Frazier uh, at Calla Eve on Twitter, and Doctor Knox is named after Victoria Knox at Victoria underscore Knox on Twitter. So, thank you for contributing your names. Uh, and if you would like to maybe have your name uh, for an NPC on the Adventure Zone, all you got to do is tweet using the hashtag #TheZoneCast. Uh, all bonus points if you share links for the show. Hello, it's me, the internet's Travis McRoy. Yes, that's right. Powerful influencer, Travis McRoy. You know, people are always asking me, Travis, how did you become such a powerful influencer in the world? Well, I'll let you in on my secret. It's Squarespace. Yes, that's right. Squarespace, the all-in-one platform for building your brand and growing your business online. You can stand out with a beautiful website, engage with your audience, and sell anything. Your products, content you create, or even your time. What what influencer doesn't do that? I ask you. I'll wait. That's right. None of them. They all do that, and you can do it with Squarespace. Okay, here's uh, just as an aside. You can also use Squarespace even if you're uh, not an influencer, um, and even if the idea of being an influencer uh, makes you throw up a little bit in your mouth. Don't worry, Squarespace is still useful. With Fluid Engine, a next-generation website design system from Squarespace, it's never been easier for anyone to unlock unbreakable creativity. With Fluid Engine, a next-generation website design system from Squarespace, it's never been easier for anyone to unlock unbreakable creativity. Start with the best-in-class website template and customize every design detail with 
reimagined drag and drop technology for desktop or mobile. With Squarespace scheduling, clients can quickly view your availability and book their own reservations, appointments, or classes, and you can sell products on an online store. Whether you sell physical or digital products, Squarespace has the tools for you. So go to squarespace.com adventure for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use offer code adventure to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. We have an aura frame here at our house and we primarily use it to show pictures of our kids and the fun stuff that we do. And my favorite thing about it is that it's so easy to upload pictures on that as soon as we get home from doing something fun, we just immediately put the pictures up there so we don't forget to do it. You know, because I, I've tried, we try to do picture frames and stuff in the past, and then we never remember to put them on. But with Aura, it's so easy to load it up that it has become kind of a, a digital scrapbook more than anything else. So if you have been looking to get the pictures that are trapped in your phone and set them free in a way that other people can see them, might I recommend Aura Frames. They're stylish, they're easy to use, you're gonna love it. And it was named the number one digital picture frame by Wirecutter, and for a good reason. It's so easy to set up, and they have different frame options, all kinds. And the best part is it comes with unlimited storage. So, right now you can save on the perfect gift that keeps on giving by visiting AuraFrames.com. For a limited time, listeners can get $20 off their best-selling frames with code ADVENTURE. That's A-U-R-A, frames.com, promo code ADVENTURE. Terms and conditions apply. Chicago, we're coming to you. We're coming for you. We're coming at you. And we're also coming to C2E2, and we're doing live shows, all a bunch of stuff in April. April 24th, we're going to be doing My Brother, My Brother and Me, which is nearly sold out, and Taz, which is selling out fast. So do not wait. April 25th is Taz. April 24th is My Brother, My Brother and Me. April 26th through the 28th, we're doing C2E2, schedule to be announced. You can get your C2E2 badges now, but you do not need a badge to attend the live shows. Tickets for those shows are on sale at bit.ly slash Tours. All the information is there. Go check it out. Also, we've got a newsletter in case you've been wondering what's the best way to keep up with our new tour dates and announcements and stuff like that. Go to bit.ly slash newsletter. And of course, check out all the merch over at macroymerch.com. A lot of great stuff. Fungalore sticker pack, um, naming of the year poster. Uh, we've got the little Sailor Man pin. And 10% of all proceeds this month go to the Foundation for Black Women's Wellness. So go check it out, macroymerch.com. And now, back to the show. Now, fam, listen, I think we need to come up with a, a scenario that is going to sort of bring the imps to us. And then we kill all of them at once, right? We I don't, could have cleared out another room while these discussions took place. I'm just saying, exterminators don't go looking for one bug at a time, right? They lay down a trap, and then they let the trap do the work. Let's do a trap. Let's do a, th- a, a proper trap. I have. I, I I will sit in the anticipation of your plan. Okay. What do we know about imps? What do they What do they like to eat? What's the bait? That was the first imp I have ever met. Here is what I know of imps: nasty shitheads. This is all. Okay. Hmm. 
Well, um, does anybody want to roll? What would that be? A arcana check? Nature? Uh, make a check based on what you are strong at, and I will answer it in in those terms. I'm, I have arcana, uh, and I got a 14. Um, so with an arcana check um, and a 14, you know that uh, imps are like demonic constructs. They don't really hunger for things. They're not creatures. They don't feed. Um, they are built to serve, you know, some kind of demonic lord or uh, in those terms. But they're not really like creatures with um, hungers or, or desires in that way. Okay, let's let's try this. Come come with me back to the lobby. And I cast disguise self on myself. This is a new spell. And it's a level 1 spell, so I do need to roll to see if Ooh, a f- where, where are you getting all these spells? From leveling up as a sorcerer. Uh, I, I think that was in character, not oh, right. not dad being confused. I Festo is a fantastic tutor. Um, they're not all just party, party, party. They, you know, they, they know their stuff. Anyway, I cast Disguise Self on myself, and I can appear one foot taller, so I'm gonna go ahead and take that, and I take a form that has the same basic arrangement of limbs, otherwise the extent of the illusion is up to me. I'm gonna look like a demon guy, and I'll say that's big and red and horns, the sort of traditional, uh, just big demon and I'm going to hold my two uh, fellows by the scruff of the neck. Uh-huh. Just go with this. This is going to be great. I've got them, my children. My children, you can come out now. I've caught the interlopers. My children. Okay. And Argo's going to help out. He's going to do a deception check to really act the part. Oh, shit. You don't. It's really. I got this. <laughs> 18. Okay. Okay. Plus four. Now, it's 22. Here's what I I will say, Dad. I will let you help out, but if one of you is going to do a deception check to act like this is really scary, both you and the Fearbog are going to have to do it. Oh, I don't want to force the Fearbog into doing something he doesn't want to do, my friend. Like, he has no deception. Incapable. (laughs) Will not be able to. I am just standing perfectly still in the most neutral position possible. Uh, So, Fitzroy, I'm going to need you to make. My deep children. Okay. Give me a deception check. Uh, 17 plus 5, 22. You see. Sweet baby, sweet red babies. <laughs> um, Come and nurse him at my demonic udders. <laughs> you see, uh, let's see, uh, three imps, one from uh, Dr. Fraser's office, and two from exam room three kind of peek their heads out of, of the doors. Don't be afraid, little babies. I've come, I bring meat. Mmm. Hey, I, uh, I, I wouldn't listen to him. I just saw that dude in there. there uh, there's another guy somewhere. Or I guy. killed and ate him. Mmm. What's Gary doing here? I'm not Gary, I'm a Robin Imp. 
You look hurt, my child. Come sup on my milk, and I'll fr- I'll I will heal you with sucker. Sucker. Oh yeah. What's what's your demon name? Mistyphalophosphalese. Hmm. Mister Mister Stuff. Child, you come to me, or I'll I will burn you. Bad. Okay, I'd like to see you try. <laughs> this is all occurring. Quiet, boy, or you will burn also in my fire. I would not like to burn in any fire. Uh, I lay the two of them down. Come, gather, gather. We shall now perform the ritual. The three other imps and the one that you encountered before that is still a little wary, they kind of creep a little closer to you. Uh, and that right now, all four of them are, I would say, within like 10 feet of you. Excellent. Get dunked on. And I cast Thunderwave. Now, that- uh, now, now, my friends are going to also have to take part in this little mini game that I have prepared for everybody. Okay. <laughs> uh, but everyone now has to make a constitution saving throw. Okay. God. Well, bad news. Imps have advantage on saving throws against spells. Um, really? Yeah. What do they have to roll? Five plus eight. What is my spell? 13. Okay. I did 14. Hey, all right. Dad, are you safe from Griffin's fucking terrible lightning? I don't know. I just rolled this 20 sided dice, and the side that's up is the logo for D&D. Is that a 20? Probably. The logo for yeah, D&D? I mean, I that, yes, it is. And they probably yeah, wouldn't put that on the one. So, yeah, that's a nat 20. Nat 20! All right. Um, You catch two of of the imps in the Thunder Wave, and do the other two take half damage? Uh, yes. Okay. What is that? What is said damage? Well, let's find out. Oh, by the way, the uh, you two also take half damage. Uh, With a nat 20? And that is a four. That's 12 points of thunder damage, and those who are hit are also pushed 10 feet away from me. So I take six damage, yes. is that correct? Hmm, great. Mm, good. And I take six damage? <laughs> yep. Uh, so two of the imps are wiped out. Mm. Um, the one that you were, uh, I don't know, interrogating earlier is looking real bad, and the other one is bloodied. Okay. Uh, and we are still in initiative. Uh, I, Argo, you are up. Okay, I'm going to attack the one with the new injury. I'm going to uh, attack him with sneak attack, which means I do my attack plus an extra 2d6 damage. If you hit. If you if hit. If I hit. So that is a 15. It does hit, uh, yes. Okay, so 1d4. Eight plus four, that's a seven plus four, that's eleven, and then two d six, and that's a three and a two. Okay, well he only had four points of life left, so um you you skewer him in such that his grandfather feels it like <laughs> way off in the distance. 
his his imp granddaddy feels it and is like, oh, my arthritis is acting up. But actually, it's how hard you have just skewered his grandson. Uh, and he and this, melts into black icor. This time he says, Zutalor! I don't know. I don't now, know are you means. saying that the imp says that? Because that doesn't make a goddamn lick of sense. Yeah. He... Well, it doesn't make any sense for, for Arga to say it anyway, but he does anyway. Okay. okay. By the way, I rolled my chaos roll and did not get a one. Oh, so great. I'm supposed um, to do that every time I cast a, a level one spell. And uh, Griffin, Fitzroy, yes. you're up, and it's the one that you interrogated, who was just being pretty rude. But see, I feel a sort of kinship with him. Yeah, we're way. best buddies now. <laughs> So I'm I'm gonna walk over to him and no nah, I'm just kidding I'm gonna hit him with a firebolt. Oh man, <laughs> that's a nat fucking twenty. Woo! Okay, now, well he only has one point of life left. So you hit okay. him, um, and way off in the distance, three other imps, uh, somewhere mm-hmm. else. They they reconsider a lot of their own life choices, okay. and they think that maybe they need to get out there and um maybe walk a clean path. And tell other people about the path they've walked. See, so his death was not in vain. Nope. They, um, can, they can still change, guys. Now, uh, Were these all the imps from the whole building or just from the first floor? You would have absolutely no way of knowing that. Okay. Uh, are, we, are we still like in combat in danger right now? No, you've defeated... All the imps that were na, before na, 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 na. Let me um, let me uh, let me catch my breath. That was actually my first time doing the firebolt one, and um, that was pretty pretty intense. Did you know when you do that, your hand burns a lot? When you throw a moat of flame from your hand, it actually doesn't feel good on the hand that it comes out of. Anyway, uh, I'm going to detect a little bit of magic with my bod. Furbolg, how are you? Cause I'm pretty rough. Are you, are you low on hit points? Uh, I will help you. Oh. And I cast level two cure wounds what? on Argonaut Keen. Oh. And what's that? Well, I wasn't, I wasn't hinting at anything. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, I have this thing where when people are hurt in battle. Oh, this is crazy, but um, <laughs> oh, that was Hold four on. arcs ago. Let me slow down. I have a flow chart I can use. Um, so that's uh, six. Um, my spellcasting mod- ability modifier is four, so that's a uh, ten. Um, oh, but I cast it at level two. So that is oh eight cool so 10, 18, 18, points. eighteen points healed. Nice. Holy moly! Um, I'm going to try and detect like conjuration magic. I think right because imps are sort of conjured constructs. So uh, either that or transmutation because they're like changing forms. But I feel like yeah, it's it, one yes. of the same. Can we not live in the moment of the healing for a second? It's a yeah, good heal, and you did a good you, job. Thank you. I f- well, I just no, thought we would we would, yeah. would role play. Uh, oh, oh, thank uh, you, my friend. I feel great. Can you do that for yourself? I could, but in public is embarrassing. Oh, public this is, healing. This is this is a joke. Self healing is permissible and beautiful. Um, I got a little bit of poison on a cut, but I think it's nothing a good nap won't fix. 
Yes, I uh, would love to help you. Let me just try to remember if you've shocked me with lightning recently. <laughs> hey, technically it was thunder, so it was just a loud sound that hurt your ears very bad. <laughs> yes, this seems like the time for semantics. And it was a clever trap, and it was in the playbook. Yes, it was quite the production to lure them three feet closer to us. It was an important three feet. Mm. Hey, what's and, and you and you did almost kill us, you know. So mm. I am very aware of the distance because you just threw thunder at me from it. Okay, well, I got to do a little bit of echo glocation because <laughs> my skin glows. So what about what's what? It's what are we seeing? Do you need to cast that, or is it just automatic? It's just automatic. Um, so you get strong uh, conjuration vibes from exam room one. You get uh, some healing glow from uh, Dr. Knox's office. We were just in there. Yeah, that was probably the, the glass breaking was like probably a healing potion, you think? And you... Yeah. Yeah, you also get um, some conjuration magic vibes from Doctor Frazier's office. Okay, maybe I hear the blues are calling. I knew it. Asshole, scrambled eggs. It's named after one of they our got listeners. A script, by the way, they got a script. So is the series Frazier. Yeah. Kelsey Grammer listens to us. I hope not. We've God, said I'm so we've embarrassed. Said some shit. <laughs> um. Uh. Hey, I'm picking up. Some some heavy vibes over in exam room one. Should we go do that thing? Yes. Uh, I head into exam room one. Okay. Uh, make an attack of opportunity, uh, Fitzroy, as a flock of birds, you would guess around six to eight, somewhere in there, they're moving pretty quickly, flies past you. Uh, well, no. Just no. Okay. Uh, you you all can make That's attack. A th- it's a three. Okay. Plus, what about uh, you, Fearbog and uh, and uh, Argo? Uh, Sixteen plus. This is a melee attack. I'm assuming. This, the I guess I could. Use, I'll just use the thorn whip again because I know how to do that. So for the thorn whip, I add my spellcasting modifier, which is four. Plus two, my proficiency bonus. So that's twenty-two. Okay. Well, if you're- well, in that case, I I'll ro- I rolled an eleven plus six for my rapier, right? Yeah. So it would be seventeen. Yeah, dexterity bonus. Is that the way it works? So he would roll because it's like a dexterity weapon. He would yes. roll his dexterity bonus plus proficiency right. bonus. Uh, so uh, you two each, uh, the fearbolg and Argo each take one out of the sky. Um, roll damage for me. Yeah, so four piercing damage, and then I pull it ten feet closer to me. Okay. It, Ooh. It, what? What? What's your? Is it one d something plus something? One d six piercing damage. And what about you, Argo? One d eight plus four, so it's five plus four for nine. Okay. Um. So you knock those two out of the air. The rest of them go swirling up that main staircase. Um, you pull the one closer to you, um, and now it is, uh, at the top of the order, uh, Argo's turn. Are these the same kinds of birds that attacked us earlier? Oh, yes. Okay. 
Uh, I'm going to stab the one the fear bulb's holding. Okay, great. I'm going to stab it right in its little bird eye. Jesus. Wow. Yeah. Well, try getting bit by one and getting poisoned. Okay. And that's another nat 20. Okay. Jesus. Uh... So you don't have to roll damage uh, because that is going to kill it. Um, and what do you do, Fitzroy? There is one uh, that uh, Argo knocked out of the air uh, with his swing. Um, and so that one. Oh, oh, that one's not dead, though, right? No, but it's okay. real rough looking. I, I mean, I'm going to crush it with my mall no you know what i'm not gonna rely on that unless you know i want to get better at magic so i'm gonna um it's it's looking rough you said yes i'm gonna just sort of tenderly euthanize it with shocking grasp okay (laughs) uh that is a 12 plus 5 17 yep that hits uh five damage yeah you shock it really good uh, maybe even just fry it sleep. just a little bit. Sleep now. But then it just melts into black eye core, as does the other one. Uh, and and you're back out of combat. Sweet prince. You hate to see it. We lost another one. Uh, well, I thought you should have just stomped on it. But, you know, that's me. So at this point, you have cleared out the main entryway. Admin one, admin two. Dr. Knox's office, exam room one. Uh, exam room three, um, and you get, uh, there's some more conjuration magic from Dr. Frazier's office, and you didn't get any from exam room two, and you got some healing magic from Dr. Knox's office, and that's all of floor one. So you you can surmise that most likely the only room still containing any amps on the first floor is Dr. Frazier's office. Mm, let's go there. Yeah. Now, when you open the door to Dr. Fraser's office, unlike uh, Dr. Knox's office, you would guess that at some point in the past, you would have described this room as lavishly decorated. But now you're more likely to say completely wrecked. The painting of Dr. Fraser that hangs behind her desk has been drawn on. At least you assume that the charcoal horns, glasses, and buck teeth were not originally part of the artist's vision. Various statues and potted plants have been smashed on the ground, and three imps are sleeping amongst the wreckage. Now, you get an opportunity attack, but I I will tell all of you, uh, because I'm a kind of benevolent DM, if you try to sneak up to them, uh, you you are going to have to make a stealth roll, and it's going to be with disadvantage because of all the broken pottery and stuff on the ground. Hmm. Uh... I I nudge Argo and do a little sneaky pantomime. And I point at the three birds and I point at his sir, sword. They are I in point, imp form, by the way. I point at the, the imps. Imps, birds, whatever. This dude stabs eyes. You got an okay. eye, he'll stab it. I point at my eye and then at them. And then his sword again. <gasps> I will kill the imps. Okay. <laughs> I cast Moonbeam on them in a cylinder that will catch all of them in this Excellent. cylinder. Uh, they need to roll a uh, constitution saving throw. Okay. Uh, 
Okay, that one's gonna fail. That one's gonna fail. That one succeeds. So one of them succeeds and the other two fail. Okay, now are they, here's a question for you, Trav, are they especially vulnerable to radiant damage? Hmm. Uh, Being imp, imps of the, of the sort of demonic persuasion. I wasn't sure. It's going to be a, uh, 11 damage. Um, does the one who uh, does the one who say on a failed save or half as much on a successful okay, yeah. save? Now it's worth noting that a shape changer makes its saving throw with disadvantage. Oh, yes. If it fails, it also instantly reverts to its original form and can't assume a different form until it leaves the spell's well, light. Okay, then. So I don't know if Imp is their original form or Bird is their original form. Well, but they are, they are shape changers, uh, which means in that case, all three of them would have failed um, because the mm-hmm. advantage and disadvantage would have canceled out. Um, and so they all three get hit by 11 damage, and they are all three blasted into puddles of black ichor. Okay, that works, too. As you see, I have killed these. Yes, and in phenomenal form... But we've got to work on our, like, our formations. Now, Trav, I am going to say this also, not to get picky about it, but the column of moonbeam extends 40 feet into the air. Okay. So, if there is anything nasty in room eight or nine on floor two... It would also have been caught up in the moonbeam. Uh, yeah. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> well, shit. You just do this four times. That's oh, we're done. It's like a. It's like a. You know, strategically placed detonation charges. You feel. You feel that somewhere, somewhere, some creatures may have taken half damage. <laughs> <laughs> Your moonbeam t- senses are tingling. Um, yeah, just throw Carry that home in a jar. A few more of them moonbeams. You can get out of here. How many of those you got, big man? Well, sir, that was my second of three second level spells. Good to know. Um, so as far as you can tell from your magical senses, you have cleared out, uh, the imps in floor one. All right. Ad Astra onward and upwards. Now, listen, I have to ask you, only because our listeners at home are going to ask. You're not even going to go check out the healing stuff? I mean, I guess we could go check. It might have been more than one bottle. It is a hospital. Uh, yeah, I, 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 I still, I guess, am picking up that lingering magic. That's coming from Dr. Knox's office? Correct. Yeah, so I want to I see what that's about. Um, so the cabinet is laying on the ground. Uh, it is still locked. We unscrew the back. <clears throat> take the back off the cabinet. You, There's got to be a way to take the back off the cabinet. Do you have there? tools? You got to have thieves tools. Come on. I have thieves tools. Yeah. Okay, great. Uh, roll a, a, a check uh, using your dexterity bonus uh, for thieves tools. 14 plus four. Yeah, 18. you get that back off without any additional damage to what's inside. Um, now, a lot of it is broken, uh, mind you, but you find um, one 
healing potion still intact, uh, which is a 1d10 healing potion. Um, and you also see various uh, different uh, like ingredients and uh, components for uh, medicine, you know, herbs, uh, salves. Nice, dude. Herbs. Yeah, there's some, uh, you know, metals, that kind of thing. Okay. Um, some flakes of stuff. Uh, and you also find, uh, well, a lot of the vials are broken, but you do find uh, one potion of poison resistance. Okay. Let's add these to the Thunderman LLC coffers to our sort of war chest. Uh, and I pocket them. I do want to say, just as a, like, if this is our sort of, uh, halfway point, right? The halftime debrief. Uh, the only beneficial thing in this whole building, you did throw to the ground like a big angry monster would do. I made up for it with the moonbeam. The moonbeam was great. And we love it. This is why I did the moonbeam. I I love the moonbeam. Okay. In two weeks, the Thundermen will return in Mission Impossible 2 Unfinished Business. MaximumFun.org Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.